know this may sound crazy, but I just feel like the stars are aligning, the prophecies being fulfilled, whatever it is you want to call it, the frequencies are matching. I just know. I know that you it. It makes sense. I feel that connection. It's strong. It's in, it's undeniable. You have to call the father of this child and let him know that it's going to be me. This baby, this baby is born. And I'm going to raise this child. Right now, these right. exist. Like, so I awake at 7 a.m. by the welcoming sunlight peering over and through the trees outside my window. This nigga's anger out the <laughs> Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Mighty DJ. And I am Earl Bonnie Hooks, aka Young One with Himself. A special thanks to everyone joining us on. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, as well as YouTube. We're back at it. Here we are. Real God quick. me. Honors oh, to God. In every one of you. Thank you, Keon, as well. <laughs> My bad. I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, real quick, just want to say this, because uh, I know this nigga is not going to. Earl recently had a birthday. So happy birthday to Earl. Uh, he does not disregards birthdays and all holidays. He would never tell you that his birthday just passed. So I'm letting you guys know. So if you want to let uh, him know, if you want to wish him a happy birthday, you can. Yeah, I mean, I okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I wouldn't do it only because I don't. I don't see the significance in my birthday. <laughs> like, I, if people want to. Celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday. <laughs> like, that's cool. But, I mean, I mean, I get it. It's cool. It's a nice gesture from people. If you want to text me one day a year and all that, like, that's fine. Like, that's awesome. Um, hey, man. It was a nice time. It was, I was, I was happy to see you. Thank you for, you know, stopping by. It was a great, it was a great time. Great laughs, food, <laughs> stuff. But, yeah, no, I wouldn't have told. I, I wouldn't have. I just don't really think that that's premium content. Well, I, I just want to celebrate your annual trip around the sun. I'm glad that you are still here and living and yes. with us. So, uh, is it, <laughs> why are you trying to shit on me? Because now you're saying that if I don't also hold these values, that I am also not holding the value of people's lives and the togetherness. Well, and the hold on, hold purpose, on. It's not and it. the purpose. And the it's perpetuity, the continuum of their lifespan. Like it's I don't, not even I don't that deep. Yeah, it's not even that deep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Yes, I'm the I'm the big three zero. Um, I love it. I love getting older. I love getting me older. too. I feel like um, yeah, like it's, it's dope. When, yeah, when you're young. Actually, no. When you're young, I think you want to get older, like in your adolescence, for different you're reasons. Telling you what to do exactly. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, different yeah. reasons. For but, a thousand, yeah, a thousand percent. But um, no, like going into your thirties is actually pretty fucking dope. There's there's just a feeling, a feeling around it that's that's different. It's like you just you're 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 getting older, but you're also getting wiser, and and you're starting hopefully. to understand. Hopefully, hopefully, but us, anyways, we're yes. starting. Yes, we're, yes, we're yes. starting to understand the world and life and our lives specifically in different ways. And I really, I'm really enjoying it. I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm going through another phase. Like it's almost like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's almost like going through puberty without all the the physical aspects. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. you you feel like you're just kind of growing into something else, but yeah. mentally this time, mentally and maybe even emotionally. Um, right. But yeah, man, yeah. it's dope. Yeah, I get, yeah, we didn't necessarily expect probably just because ignorance, but we didn't expect for maturation to continue at this depth, right? This late in the game, late in the game, because. Right. We're young, like nigga, thirty in this day and age is young. It is. It like, really there's a is. very good chance my grandma just turned like ninety. There's a very good chance we could be doing this for a very long time. Yeah. So, so thirty ain't really nothing. Thirty yeah. is young old. Yeah. Thirty is young old. Yeah. You're it's... you're old enough to where you should really be thinking about the consequences to your actions, uh-huh. right? And really trying to get yourself together and discover. Or, well, I mean, you kind of should have been. I don't know. I guess you can't really put a time on when you should be discovering yourself. That's just something that, you know, sort of sprawls out into all your life stream. But right. But something should I feel like something should always be happening. And I was actually having this having this sort of <laughs> this thought the other day. So. I'll get into this. This is something I wanted to speak about. <clears throat> And I feel like this is something that has happened with maturation, honestly, and this age and wisdom that has come with it for me. Because I know that this is something that I subscribe to in the past. I know it's something that people subscribe to all the time. And I know that it's something that people don't think about, which is most things. People just say things and they don't think about them. Okay, I'm about to tell you what it is. I know you're on the edge of your seat. Here we go. Before I get to it, this is also something that I wanted to talk about because, hold on a second, I got you. We're going to build up. We're going to get there. Because we spoke about it on the podcast before, and I thought that the way I spoke about it, it would have stuck. It would have congealed to the mind, the brain matter of people. But I guess it didn't because the person that made me think about this again is a listener to this podcast. They're at work. This is a woman. She's at work. She's at work with a friend. And a beautiful man walks into their job, comes and sits down. It's a restaurant. They come sit down in the restaurant. Beautiful man or whoever he's with. The person's friend starts tripping out. Oh my God, like that's my table. Look at him, like he's gorgeous. What am I going to do? Should I drop my number? Should I try to spit game at him? Like it just like went over the moon really, really fast from what I understand. Like that's just, just strictly based. Like this is a beautiful person. One of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. Like I have to do something. Like this sort of beauty, I have to do something with it right now. Okay. That seemed to be the general consensus. That seemed to be the way that people were looking at this, right? Okay. And then so my friend says, yeah, I understood off rip. There was no way off bat. There was no way that anyone there was going to bag this guy. There was no way anyone had what it took to truly grasp the attention of someone that looked like this person. Mm. This person was so beautiful that they seem to be, and by the way, this is actually, this next one is actually a quote. This person was out of our realm. (laughs) Out of our realm. This motherfucker is living in a different dimension of beauty and wonder. Right? So I so I heard this 
And like I said, I talked to you before on a podcast about this idea of out of one's league in my in my relationship with that phrase and why I don't like it. But since it clearly didn't speak a stick, I'm going to speak on it one more time. And I think I have a better way of doing it this time. And, we, and we're going to we're going to discuss this. So just make sure, you know, for anybody listening, maybe I could be wrong. I could be crazy, but let's try to workshop this. So. It doesn't matter what sport you're into or what sport you know too much about. You understand that there are levels to sports. NBA being at the top, NFL being at the top, NHL, MLB, MLS, whatever the case may be. You understand there is a hierarchy when it comes to sports. Leagues, you might say. Okay. Now, if you're not good enough to play in the same league as LeBron James and Steph Curry and them, you're playing in other leagues. Right. Leagues that are below them because you don't have the characteristics. You don't have the quality, the skill, the heart. To play with these other people. You cannot play with them. That's the way the rules are set. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out. When people say you are out of someone's league. It seems as though. Because this is. this is I mean what it means. Right. In, in our language. That you can't play with that person. Whoever it is we're talking about. They're, and we're talking about it strictly based off just sheer beauty, sheer aesthetics. They're so damn beautiful that you can't, you don't even need to try talking to them. You just say something polite and keep moving. There is no way in hell that you will ever have a shot having any sort of intimate relationship with someone that looks like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if it doesn't already make sense to people, why that just doesn't make sense. We're going to go through this. Imagine, because we've seen this plenty of times where you'll see a couple and you've heard people say, how the hell did so-and-so end up with Mm so-and-so? How did that, how did this relationship happen? So one, that's a thing. It's completely subjective. Your, Your idea of beauty for this person is subjective. One and someone else could be looking at them and like, ah, they're, like they're okay, like they're not everything you're. It, it's cracked up to be in your mind. You're saying this person is a, is a fifteen on a scale to one to ten. Uh-huh. Like they're beautiful, but like you would give them that they're attractive, but I don't think it's that deep, mm-hmm. right? Like they're not in some transcendent realm of beauty that I couldn't quite possibly fathom, which renders me a complete just baffled mouth bullshitter that don't know what to say. I'm just stuck like a deer in the headlights right now. Right. Let's say that person doesn't necessarily value physical beauty the way that you do. Mm -hmm. And they are looking at you and they see maybe that you're funny or that you're confident or that you're ambitious, whatever it is, all these other things that are clearly encompassed in attractability. Right. Right. Then that person says, oh, you know what? I'd like to get to know you. This beautiful, this otherworldly, beautiful person says to this seemingly regular peon. Oh, you know what? I, I really like you. We should we should get some coffee. If that happens. 
is that person still out of the peons league? Is are are they so I, now in the same league because they're now playing together? They're uh, now okay. they're now they're now playing in the same game. They're now going out on dates. So now are they still in the same league? Or or are they still out of the same league but one is lucky? Because if if that's the case, then that whole league thing doesn't really matter if you can just transcend leagues whenever you feel like it. Right. It doesn't really matter. Also, let's try another one. Let's say you have this otherworldly beautiful person and they walk up to an average looking person. And the average looking person is not at all interested in this beautiful being. Now who's out of whose league? <laughs> like what if like what if what if yeah. just the regular five, you know, looking person is just like, nah, like you're kind of cocky and you I don't really think you're that smart. I don't I'm not interested in you. Now who's out of whose league? I, you yeah, know, I guess so, the roles so, are reversed now. <laughs> yeah, now the roles are reversed. So now yeah. so that's why I just feel like it's murky waters, like it's just it's all muddy. It doesn't really make any sense. There's a huge gray area that people never choose to really look at and address and try to deconstruct. So when people just say, just just off the rip, oh, this person, out of, out of this person's league. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's based on your idea. One, the way that you're looking at someone, they could very well, in most of the time, not even look at themselves that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's super like wild. I've seen people. Go ahead. It's like they're not even in the league that you think they're in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if they were thinking about leagues, they're like, oh, shit, you put me up there? Like, I ain't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah no, it's not even like that. You have no idea about the insecurities that I deal with yep. on the inside. Like, it's like that's nothing like the way that you're looking at me. Like, yeah, they're dealing talk they're... about body dysmorphia and things of such sort. And they just see things completely different. Like they're in a clown house with those weird mirrors uh-huh. that change the shape of their noses and heads. It's like, I, you're, I'm looking at a completely different person in the mirror than you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just an interesting, it's just a very interesting. When I, once I explained it this way to the person, they were like, damn, okay. Like I feel kind of shallow. Like I, I knew better than that. I don't even know why I allowed myself to, to say these things, which right. is, which was good. Because that that's just that's mad toxic. That's just a toxic way of looking at human beings and the commodification of human beings. It's just, yeah, because it's like you look at them and you're like, you know, you're putting them in a class, but you know nothing about this person except what they look like. Nothing you know? about them. You nothing know? about them at all. They're out of your league, but yet little, little do you know on the weekends they're axe murderer and... They're a bigot and a racist and all this. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know anything about this person at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just that was just really really weird and super shallow. So I just yeah. hope that people t- take that <laughs> this time, and I hope that it finds its way into the fabric of your mind. <laughs> like right. just let it let it sit there. Think about that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's yeah, that's mad. That's mad crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's so that's a little bit of me getting older and maturing. <laughs> And just seeing things through a different scope. Like as soon as that person said that to me, I re- I was like, "That's not right. Yeah. Something's wrong with that." And now I have the maturity and you know the linguistics that have come with it in my you know realm of work to be able to decipher exactly why and articulate it back to the person and our listeners and viewers why that's just some bullshit and it don't it don't make sense. Yeah. 
So please no, stop is. saying that. Yeah, stop playing that. Because right now, I can't go play with LeBron. I can't play. There's nothing. I, they're not going to put me on the team. It don't matter what it is I do or what I accomplish. <laughs> they're not going to put me on the court with LeBron James. Put me play. in the game, coach. Exactly. But that's just not the same thing when it comes to attracting a prospect. It's just it's just not. There are yeah. many, many factors and variables that go into it. So, yeah. yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that to yourself and don't do that to other people. You put mad pressure on people. People thinking that they always got to be now. Now, if they hear that too much, they got to feel like they got to walk around with this regal essence about them and, and stuff like and that. It's just it's weird. In a sense, you may have given this person like a, a case of um, imposter syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. Like you got them over here feeling like you know, like that's not even like I ain't even supposed to like be here. Like, this, yeah, this like I'm, I'm not. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want about, to right? be looked at that way. Right. It's, or, just, yeah, yeah. it's just too much pressure. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be looked at that that way. And then now, now I might find myself leaning into that role, trying to be that person. Mm-hmm. And then I fuck around, and but that ain't me. So now yeah. I'm trying to be something I'm not. And if I ever slip up and show you a vulnerable side of me or a goofy side or something like that, that doesn't necessarily align with otherworldly sexiness, yeah. then then now that whole facade is shattered and I feel like I let myself down and other people and that doesn't even make any sense because that wasn't who I was to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's a lot of weird psychology that goes into it. But all in all, I love getting older. <laughs> yeah. So I think one thing that I'm enjoying about my maturation is learning. Um, and that's not even just, you know, I'm not even talking about diving into a good book you know, even or even the classes that I'm taking. I'm not I'm not talking about teachers. I'm not talking about textbooks. I'm not talking about anything like that. Okay. But um I said something on our last podcast about just wanting to learn about other people's experiences. Yeah. What what certain mm-hmm. people might be going through or what's going on on another side of the world. Um, what type of life someone is experiencing that I've never known, that I've never experienced and may, and I probably never will. Um, which leads me to a story that I came across um, not too long ago. You've never, you've never been to Vegas, right? No. Okay. Not, yeah. as, an, not as an adult, no. Right, right. right. Uh, you yeah. went as a kid? Yeah, it was stupid. We don't, okay. we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah, it was it was stupid. I just ended up in a hotel room babysitting my my niece or my not my niece, my cousin and my little sister. Okay, all right. Was well, not fun at all. <laughs> yeah, you might have to tell me that story later. Um, <laughs> but I've been I've been to Vegas a couple of times. Um, as as you know, Vegas is known for the glitz, the glamour, uh, the pool parties, the gambling. Uh, the strippers, the, the prostitutes, uh, the lust. The free drinks in casinos. The free drinks in casinos, the, the lack of inhibition, the shows, the celebrities, um, yes. you know, the, the lavish hotels. Like when you think of Vegas, that's what you think of. That's what you see. And if you go to Vegas, that's what you see. It's a great time. Right. Those are all the things that you are going to see. You're going to see women walking around with their titties out on the street promoting their strip yeah. clubs. Yeah. Um some guy is going to come up to you and give you his card, uh you know, try to get you into a club, um try right. to get you a ride to the club like 
prostitutes are gonna try, come trying to, to get you trying to get you a little bit of weed or coke before you get yeah. to the club. Yeah, exactly. Right. Prostitutes are right. gonna come up to you. They're gonna ask you if you're looking for a good time. Um, right. You know, it's that's what Vegas is. Yeah. However, there's a darker side to Vegas that I think not a lot of people know about. Um, and you can say that for any major city, but I thought that right. this, I thought that what I'm about to say was just really, just very eerie, um, very crazy, um, and maybe largely unknown. Mm. <laughs> you, are you about to say something? You got? No, nah, I'm, I'm not. Oh. I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm bracing myself. I'm just getting ready. <laughs> so, um, hold on, let me get my notes ready. <laughs> So there's a series of underground tunnels that run below Vegas that okay. I didn't know about. And I'm probably sure that you didn't know about either. I didn't sure... know about it, but I promise you that does not surprise me at all. There has to be. There has to be. <laughs> there has to be some nasty underground tunnel we're doing. People down there doing a bunch of nasty shit. Of course. So. There's a yeah. series of underground tunnels that run under the cities, uh, run under the city. These tunnels were put there for drain water for when it rains to run through and seemingly pass through Vegas unknown. Mm -hmm. um, okay. It doesn't rain a lot in, in Las Vegas, as one could probably <laughs> as one could probably think. Surmise, yeah. yes. Yeah, one could probably like it doesn't. It's in the desert. It doesn't rain that often. Yes. So, um, these tunnels are inhabited by homeless people, drug addicts, gambling addicts that made their way to Vegas and never left because they couldn't leave because they ran out of money. Um, some of them, some of these people have been living here for five, ten years. Just in these tunnels. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> Yo! Hey, my nigga, hold on. Did you just <laughs> tell me that I can go find somebody right now that's been living in the sewer for 10 years? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, Their life, though, but they probably figured out a way to make it, like, decent. Though. Well, if you, um, if you've ever, uh, fuck, there's a, uh, there's an area of LA, I forget, I forget the name of it, but it's very well known, mm -hmm. where people, where homeless people just live. They've got their setups, they got their tents, right. they got yeah, their, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever they need to make them comfortable. Right, for sure. And and this is just like that. Um, so some, like I said, some people have been living down there five, ten years. Um, I mean, if you think about, it, you get away from the sun. That that sun beating down on you. I told you when yeah. I was down in Florida, it was a complete opposite from here. People are not trying to run away from like the rain or the cold. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get the fuck out of the heat. Yeah. Overpasses, underneath bushes, trees, like that's where the places are at. Uh -huh. So I can imagine now you underground. You don't really have to deal with any of the elements. You don't have to deal with all that outside. You don't have to deal with piercing winds. You don't. Yeah, you, like, you don't. They don't got to deal with that, but they got to deal with some other shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so these these tunnels they go they go fairly deep there's nigga there's no sunlight down there unless you have a flashlight they're living they're living in complete 
darkness. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it was a happy place to live. <laughs> like, and these motherfuckers living down there like Bane from the Dark Knight. Basically, but here's the thing: molded by it. They, they, um, the people they refer to themselves as the mole people because moles live underground in complete darkness. <laughs> they call themselves the mole people. Um, but here's where it gets crazy. Here's where here's where it gets crazy. There's there's no surveillance down there. Um, you know, people get their shit stolen down there all the time. People have been murdered down there. People get assaulted down there all of the course. time. <laughs> that no, that, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. No, I, no, I no, no. But I I feel you because it is just because people moved to the basement. Doesn't mean that it's still not motherfuckers. And the fact that they're, you know, people that that are seem to be, you know, quite helpless. Uh-huh. They they're they're needy people. They need some things. Uh-huh. Okay, they're not in the best place in life. So you can imagine that there would be some crime going on down there. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Like you oh, said, yeah. there's no surveillance. There's no policing over there. I do whatever the fuck I want. That's wild. Yeah, just a and whole like, civilization of mole people. Exactly, just underneath a whole, the city, a whole civil civilization of people that live in darkness under the glitz, the glamour, the lavishness, oh, the money. Gosh. That's so. Oh my gosh, and that's so wild! Right underneath it, you just have right this, underneath, this, right underneath penthouses at Caesar's Palace. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. That couldn't uh, be a more romanticized look at humans. Yeah. And that so, is insane. So the first thing I thought of is like, yo, wow. this is the real life version of the upside down from Stranger Things. Like <laughs> you got Oh wow. You go to upside Vegas. Down. You go to Vegas. You see all this awesome stuff, all this tourism, all this money, all these lights, right. these fountains. All the, all the opportunity. All the opportunity. To you. you know, just, you know, and then you and you, you got these mole people just living <laughs> underground, just living the complete opposite life. It's, it's really, it's really crazy. And many people have called on the government to... Go and clean up this urban wasteland because that's what it is. It's an urban wasteland. Um, however, the government—I don't know if they'll actually come out and say this—but they just don't really want to put their time and resources into going down there and doing anything about it. It's really insane. Because I mean, just think about there's 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 hundreds of people living down there. They don't want to go down there and just what go down there in the darkness and clean up all that shit that they have down there. They don't give a shit. And, br- all- and bring them and bring them up to the it, to the top yeah, level. Yeah, to to bring to, them to up where, on the streets. Yeah, to on the Vegas Strip. No, no. Yeah, because if you're not gonna, yeah, because if you don't already have a very thorough and well thought out plan to execute the well-being of these people once they are brought up to ground level then what you just what yeah then you just have you just have figure it out up here with everyone else exactly (laughs) so ah 
that's yeah, that's just a rough. That's really rough. I wonder what it would just do because I'm just thinking about the darkness. And I would say the solitude if it weren't for the fact that there were so many people down there. But just the fact that you might come to the realization that you're living the upside down. The fact that you can open up a sewer top and just come out the street <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking Ninja Turtles right. and, and just look at all this beauty around you and money. Yeah. I... Like that would automatic. I mean, that must that bro. That's mad depressing. It is. That's super depressing. That is crazy. That is sad. That is that is super insane. So, I couldn't imagine what that's like to live down there. But I can only imagine what it would do to the to the mind. I could I could imagine it sort of rotting the mind and just turning you into a more pessimistic person. Mm-hmm. Well, so a camera crew went down there. I forgot where they were from or who they represented. Um, but a camera crew went down there. And, you know, they were instantly met by, you know, eyes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people don't, they don't get visitors. You know what I'm saying? Nobody just goes down there to to holler at Jerome and say what's up and spend some time. Like, that's not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, you could see, like, the people, they were very, you know, they were very like, oh, who who is this nigga? Yeah. Like, you know, what, what's up with this nigga? Like, who are these niggas? Like, you saw people were, like, reaching into their pants reaching behind their backs like they were about to pull out a gun or a knife like they were right. like they were they were very cautious you know right. like who are these people we don't know them why are they down here like what what oh do y'all want what's going yeah. what's up you know what i'm saying like they were super mm. cautious um and they were I would even, say that that's a savage way of 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 like depicting the people or that or that of i'm sorry no cuz that's just facts i could just say that I'm certain that when people hear that, you would look at these people as savages. But what's really funny is there'd be no difference between them and the people living in gated communities. If you mm-hmm. saw somebody that you know don't belong in the area, you'd be like, yo, what? Hey, call the police. Who is this? We don't. This motherfucker does not look like he lives around here. Call the police. There, no property value. <laughs> get them Get them out of here. That's a, that's a so, it's, so it's very interesting. It that's is a valid ass point. point. Mm-hmm. Um. But there were a ton of couples living down there, like husband and wife, just just living. And there were there was, you know, it, one of the stories was really was really strange to me. Like, it was just like, damn, for real. So there was this guy. He uh, he's a meth addict. And okay. he he's wanted. He wouldn't tell a, He wouldn't tell them like what state, but he's wanted um, for assault in in mm. a state somewhere right and so he has you know he's with this girl and so he he's like you know i gotta go i gotta i gotta leave you know what i'm saying i got a warrant i gotta get out of here you know what i'm saying i gotta go um obviously they had his they had his face blurred out there. right right <laughs> but um he was like i had to leave and like you know he was with this girl and so he told the girl he was like you know like you have you have to come with me like i can't i can't do this alone i can't do this alone they run off to Vegas. Um, he had money at the time. Lost all his money gambling. Now they're both living in the upside down below the Vegas. <laughs> the upside. Yo, human beings the, will find a way. And if, but the thing is with me is like, she didn't have to, she don't even gotta be living this life right now. She just following this nigga around. Like she yeah, don't even gotta be I mean, here. 
love will make people do some things. Yeah. If she felt like she wasn't, you know, in love with him and she felt like she Because maybe it's not like he committed assault. One, she probably shouldn't have ran off with a dude that committed assault and was fleeing the state anyway. Right. <laughs> we can st- we can start with that. But two, it's not like he was he didn't have any money. He's like, "Listen, I know there's a nice spot in the sewer in Las Vegas. Like we go there." <laughs> and then she was like, "Okay, yeah, sure, fuck it. Like let's do that. We can just get a couple sleeping bags." You know, some hand warmers would be good to go. He had money, like you said. So yeah. she, you know, it, it, it didn't start that bad. But I think once you slowly start to get in a rut with someone, but, you know, you just you just find yourself in a position. You look back like, how the hell did I get here? Like, yeah. why, why? I can't believe I'm in a sewer right now. Yeah, but even imagine, still. Imagine, imagine all those people that are down there. There was a point in time. Where most of these people were children being taken care of by parents for the most part. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some some anomalies, but I'm certain for the most part these were kids being raised in a household with mom and dad, whatever the case may be. And like that that does many of people that you and I know. Mm-hmm. And then something happened, they got a drug addiction, they started stealing from their mm-hmm. parents, from their friends, started burning bridges that way. They end up in Las Vegas with the last little bit of money that they think that they're going to be able to do something with, win some money. They lose it all. Yep. And then now they're in the sewer and they and they looking up like, I'm in a sewer right now trying to figure out where I'm going to get some more heroin. Yeah. Like, it's just like this didn't used to be my life. I used to play Little League baseball. My dad was in the crowd screaming. My mom was going to make a nice pie afterwards. Like, it's just... I, it's just wild. It's but super wild. Remember, there are a ton of people down there that aren't on drugs. They just have nowhere else to go. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No. I, no. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, man. I understand. But, um, yeah. Life. Life comes at you fast sometimes. Yeah. But if if you guys want any more information on this, I just Google the mole people in Las Vegas. It's a really crazy and interesting uh, story and life that they're living. But yeah, that's all I got on that. I just had to throw that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nah, nah. That's 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 pretty insane. This has nothing to do with mole people or any uh, anything really too serious at all. But I did want to just talk about this because this was something that happened to me today, and I thought you might get a laugh out of it. Right. I actually, I got this is actually a text message. I'll read this right off to you. This is coming okay straight hot off the press. I don't know about you, but. I, I like words with friends. I, I just actually started playing this game. I don't know if you have any phone games or device um, games you like to play. I used League to, of Legends or Candy Crush or any. Of I that used I used to play words with friends a lot back in the day. Honestly, okay. if you right. if you if you want if you want to play with me, like I'll get back on it. We can play together. Oh yeah, um, I have words with friends too. So just just words with friends too. Just make sure okay. you download the one that says two. I don't know what what the difference is really, but this is one. All I right, have. all right. So. This shit is crazy. All right, I'm so, I'm glad I still have this up. So I get a, a game request from someone. All right. Now, I'm not going to put the name out there so nobody goes and tries to find this person on Words with Friends. But get a text from this person because I hadn't re- I haven't responded. I didn't accept the challenge and, and like it had been a few hours or whatever. I was doing stuff. I was busy. And I get a message from this person. So then I accept the match and I look at it. And it says, hey, you ain't playing. What's up? 
So I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, let, let's do it. So clearly, again, as I just told you, there is like a direct message chat yeah. available for people that would like to normally speak about the game at play. Oh, damn, that was a crazy word. I didn't even know that was a word that you put that <laughs> together like that. Like, oh, shit. Z-I on a triple letter block? Oh, that's wild. You killed me with that one. You just talk about things like that on the game. So I replied with the crying face, let's do it, right? Then this person said, but what's up, though? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Were you busy or something? This, these are all, like, just, I haven't said anything yet. So after, let's do it. But what's up, though? Were you busy or something? Does that happen to be you on the profile photo? Which it is. Number. Bloop. Came in. Another message. Send me a message if you like. So that's like four, like five messages in, in all at one time, right? You do know this person, right? No. Oh. This is a random person. I don't know. Oh. Any, everyone is just, it's just random okay. people that just challenge you because no. they come up depending upon your, you know, like your ranking pretty much. So they give okay. you suggested and recommended people. to play. Because the way that this person is messaging you, it sounds like. It seems like some. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. So take okay. that into consideration. By right. the way, I said, smiley face, I'll take that into consideration because now I'm interested for two reasons. One, this person has made a move and they're really good. I can tell off the first two moves this person made. They're really good at this. I'm okay. like, all right. I'm also interested to see where they're going to take this conversation, like what it is they're trying to do here. So I said, I'll take that into, into consideration. This person said, you better, LOL. It ain't got to be about the games, you know. Besides, I think I'm killing you here. Which you was off the rip. This, this, this guy's a sexual predator. Okay, this is a woman. This woman is a sexual predator. <laughs> I said, time tells all. Let's allow it to breathe on the she's killing me here. Because she was off the rip, right? Mm. So I'm saying, give me some time. Like Everything she replies back with is wild. Oh, I hope it doesn't choke while at it, LOL. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. I said, yikes, with like the wide-eyed, blushy face. Like, yikes. <laughs> she said, don't let it terrify you, LOL. Would you like me to fry some eggs on a plate for you just so I can get a WhatsApp message from you, LOL? I think it's your turn to play. This is getting <laughs> this is getting a little wild. <laughs> I just I love the way she's going about this right now. This is fucking hilarious. Yes. It gets better. I said, "LOL, your profile is quite mysterious to say the least. <laughs> there was no photo. There's a full name, no photo, and everyone has like a location. There's no location." She said, "What is so mysterious about it?" And I didn't say anything for a while. Oh, and he's ghost on me again. How amazing. I said, LOL, I'd say the lack of photo and or location. How does this hustle work exactly? Like, how do you end up with all of my money at the end of this? Because, <laughs> in, my mind, because in my mind, I'm thinking, this is someone that's going to try to get me to text his number in a WhatsApp, and then they're going to try to start trying to sell me their... OnlyFans page or some shit like that. That's what I'm thinking. This this is this is not a real shot being taken. 
from somebody where I looked up the area code is from like fucking Nevada or something like that. I was like, mm-hmm. this isn't really happening. <laughs> this person said, the hustle? What are we talking about here? Hey, asshole. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I again put the blushy face and movie like, yikes, again. She said, what? You're rude as fuck. But ain't no problem about that rolling eyes emoji. We're done here. I said, enjoy your day (laughs) with with the sunshine emoji. And then she said, go fuck yourself. (laughs) What is wrong with people? Like, what is all this for? (laughs) Bro, keep in mind, this is words with friends we're talking about. Yeah, like you would have thought y'all was friends. Like she coming at you like y'all was playing craps on the block. Son, (laughs) she's coming at me like she knows me. Right. Not only that, she's coming at me like I actually said something, like I'm actually being rude to her. Like what she's doing isn't unconventional and shady and weird and inappropriate. And yeah, like come on, man. Don't do that. So I thought I just thought that that was hilarious. I had to share that because I was <laughs> this was just a couple of hours ago. I was like, what? what the hell? Yeah, that's why. What are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, that's super <laughs> she wild. Said, go fuck. She said, go fuck yourself. After I told her to have a night, enjoy her day. <laughs> Woo! It's a lot of crazy that's people in this world, man. Yeah, a lot of crazy people in this world. Um. I thought I thought that maybe you wanna you wanna get into the shits, man. You wanna get into our, our positivity? Yeah, let's that? get into the shits. Let's get into the shits. Um oh actually now I think about it. Yeah, I should I should introduce this. So a great friend of ours, for the people listening, viewing, has bestowed upon me a wonderful deck of cards. Thirty-three of them to be exact, with meaningful questions on them. And I thought that I would bring them to the platform and we would read them off once a podcast episode, give us a little bit of time to, you know, to think about it. So we've we've looked at this card with like two days ago now, three days ago at this yeah. point. So we could try to collect our thoughts and maybe write something down on it. And I thought that it would be really interesting to bring this to the platform because not only is it going to help us find our words with things and our intentions with things. But I'm certain it'll stir up some mind in other people that are listening, and they might very well just be interested in what we have to say to answer these questions. I think it'll be interesting, especially because I'm certain that you and I are going to be answering all of these extremely differently. And it's, yes, it's, we are. I I, 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 lo- I just love that contrast. When when I was when so, I was right, go for it. When, when I was when I was doing mine, I was like, Earl's is not going to be anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But that's the beauty in it. That's what's great. Right. That's that's what makes it interesting. Right. And the fact that no matter who answers these questions, it's going to be different. Everyone's going to be different. And there will be, as we've spoken about before, small elements taken from other people's that they hear. And maybe they want to incorporate it in their own and, you know, beef it up or whatever the case may be. But our first card for today is what is your perfect day? What is your perfect day? This is the way I would like to begin this. I've already referenced sports before in this podcast episode. I'm going to do it one more time here before we get into this. Okay. You will you you will appreciate this. 
right. Anyone into, especially basketball, is going to appreciate this. All right. There's a all-time classic song by a gentleman, mogul, actor, you know, family movie extraordinaire, rapper, OG, Ice Cube. I, I, as soon as you said family movie extraordinaire, <laughs> I knew exactly who you're talking about. Ice Cube. And Ice Cube gave us a beautiful song back in the day called It Was a Good Day. Mm-hmm. Wonderful song. Great song. Everybody, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. If you've listened to it, go listen to it again. Great song. He with talks of, about... I was going to say, with, with one of the smoothest pieces of production I've ever listened to. That oh, my beat, God. That beat is just... It's the same thing over and over again, but that shit is butter. And the way that he, and the way that he raps over it, too, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go because I got me a drop top, and if I hit the switch... I can make the ass drop. drop. <laughs> Bro, he killed us. Okay. He talks about waking up in the morning with his family. He was, he was, he was sort of like health conscious. You talked about the fact that his mom didn't cook breakfast with hog. Yeah. It was just scram- it was scrambled eggs. He was there with his family having a good time. He had gotten a call from a girl he's been wanting to have sex with for a long time, which is, with that, you know, if you know that feeling, it's a great, it's a great feeling. Like, oh my God, like today's finally, like she's finally, I, I finally worn her down. Like, <laughs> Damn. She, she, worn her <laughs> what down. I mean is, what I mean is, I've been, I've <laughs> been working, I've been talking to this person, I've been trying to court them for some time, and she, you know, she's been giving me the runaround. Yeah. She's been really making me work for this, and it's great that at some point in time, this happened. This came mm-hmm. to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. You know that. So it's, the, it's the hero's journey to the top of the peak. Anywho. Oh, no pun intended. Climax. Anywho. He also talks about leaving, stopping at a, at a red light, and looking in the mirrors, and not a jacker in sight. <laughs> and everything is all right. You know how great it is to go to a stoplight and realize that there's no one with a gun creeping up behind you about to put the gun to your head and steal your car? I'm certain that's a great feeling when that shit happens all the time. To not have to worry about that. (laughs) And I hear that that's something that goes down in Chicago all the time. Like, that's where they catch people slipping a lot of times is at red lights. Like, there are certain people that won't stop at red lights, from what I'm told, especially at night. Well, mostly at night because, yeah, because that's where a lot of people get caught. That sucks. You just, yeah, like, you'll just keep coasting. Yeah. I have to have that thought in the back of my mind. Like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, nah, we're not doing that. No. So, <laughs> that's cool. This is where I have an issue with Ice Cube's Good Day. Because everything else seems as though it was, it was very quite possible that this could have happened to him in this day. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker then goes on to say that he called up his friends to see what basketball court they were playing basketball at. Uh-huh. And I haven't heard anyone address this before, so I'm going to address it. I know what you're about to this, say. This motherfucker said, <laughs> catch me on the court, or something like that, like, on the court and I'm trouble. Last week, fucked around and caught a triple-double. Triple double. 
allow me, allow me to discount what he just said. Allow me to explain oh, gosh. that aren't necessarily up on basketball jargon. Oh my gosh. A triple double in the game of basketball is the achievement of a double digit total in three of five statistical categories <laughs> points, blocks, assists, steals, rebounds. <laughs> If you go play basketball at the court with your friends, by the way, it looked like it was a three-on-three game, <laughs> okay? And, and the you game have, was... No, you have to think about, like, I mean, how many points? Like, because you, when, you <laughs> when you're playing basketball, like, just on the court, like, niggas is only going to, like, 20, maybe. Like, maybe! You know, if you're you know, playing a three on three, you're probably not even going to twenty. It could be like eleven straight up. Like you're right. not even playing. You're not even playing win by two. Right. You know, but maybe <laughs> sixteen, something like that. You know, we'll go a healthy game. Let's say anywhere between eleven and sixteen for uh-huh. the most part. Usually three on three game, half uh-huh. court. Yeah. What <laughs> stats was he a snig again? <laughs> first of all, you're not telling me. First of all, I don't even believe that Ice Cube was ever really good at basketball. To be honest with you. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I was never, you'll never convince me that Ice Cube was like good at basketball. Uh huh. And for him to get a triple double, the people he was playing with was absolute trash. Uh-huh. Absolute trash. Because uh-huh. there's no way he should be blocking shots up to 10 points or, you know, 10 blocks. He shouldn't be getting 10 steals. Yeah. He shouldn't be 10 assists. This nigga was a one man team. Ten rebound, like there's no, there's no reason he should be doing any of these, especially to the third degree, right? Like there's, there's, there's just no way. But I just thought that it was fucking hilarious, and nobody, everyone was just like, oh damn, that nigga, this motherfucker said freaking niggas every way like MJ. I gotta say, today was it? No, hold on, you don't get to say that, guys. Cube, you weren't doing these things. So I just thought that I would bring that up. Hopefully, in both of our good days. We we're we're doing things that are they're no. fathomable. My shit is realistic. <laughs> right. That's the point I'm getting at. Like everything that I wrote down, I can do. Right. We yeah. well, I can get this done. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, there's no there's no running to the court and getting a triple double with a couple of my friends. That's fucking insane. But it's a great song though. Amazing song. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, go check it out if you haven't. All right. Uh, would you like to go first and tell us about your your, your perfect day, sir? Uh, sure, like to sure. Us through this, yeah. Are you having any uh, you having any uh, sangria today with your with your podcast? No, no. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. That was all. That was all good. My goodness, that was just that was. I mean, it was delicious. It was delicious, but but that hefty ass fucking pour that was like a half a cup of brandy. That's what it's supposed to be. I didn't know. I don't. I don't. I've never made sangria before, but I can promise you that it was a different level. Right. <laughs> but it was no. But it was absolutely delicious. There was orange and apple cut up in there, and you know the best part for me is always going and getting the fruits. Absolutely. At the end, like that's absolutely. That's awesome. Honestly, it makes me want some sangria right now. Like I, I kind of yeah, no, want. It's delicious. Yeah, I wish I had some sangria. Yeah, it was like a, a bottle of Kaleidoscope, which is, a, I believe, a, a red blend, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a half cup of brandy, you know, the oranges and the apples in there. Would it and be? And I think we threw we threw like a little splash of, of 
cran grape or something in there just to balance out that fucking brand. That brandy was fucking good. Are we still going to talk about the point at the end as far as like those other elements that could go to a good yeah. day, but do they belong? Yeah. All right, hold For on. Sure. Oh shit! This motherfucker, he's this motherfucker is going to get going to get props. This motherfucker is prepared. This motherfucker is in show and tell. Oh, he about to pop it. You about to pop one on us? Pop that. Yeah, what's that? What's that called? That's a dogfish? No, this is Flying Dog Bloodline. Probably one of my top three favorite beers. Understood. Understood. What's the what's the uh, the alcohol content on that bad boy? It's like a 9.8, huh? 8.0. 8.0. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, sir. Love it. How's that feel? Uh, what what, it, what taste are you getting there? What do you what, what Oh, you you're getting you? you're getting very uh you're getting very much the uh the citrusy. But it's it's mm. not very it's not super sweet because it's an IPA. So it's a very uh strong Hoppy. beer. Yeah, it's a strong tasting beer, but you do get the slight uh taste of uh of orange in there. Yes. Blood orange, I should say. Uh, but yes. what does it feel like? It feels like gold is rushing through my esophagus into my body right now. That is probably most apt described as alcoholism. There's no reason why that just should feel like gold inside your body unless you need immediate medical help, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ and psychiatric attention. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't it's tell people that we got young. We got young people that listen to this podcast. I won't have you disrupt <laughs> their healthy maturation by telling them that it, that blood, that blood <laughs> orange smells like gold and tastes like gold and feels like gold and makes you a better person. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, no. no. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm fucking around now, but go ahead. Go on All about right. your perfect day. So, I think my perfect day also has to have the perfect setting. Um, and I try not to go too above and beyond on, you know, the perfect day aspect, but I do believe, um, for me at least, the perfect day has to have good aesthetics. So the perfect day is me, uh, waking up to a, to just a really nice view. Um, whether it be a really nice city skyline or a very woodsy area um, that I can see through my window, um, something like that. That starts my day off perfectly. Okay. Um. So yeah, you definitely don't want to be waking up looking at the side of a sewer. No, <laughs> no. In complete darkness. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. With it, with with a camera crew in your face, trying to right. figure out how how you heathens are living life down here. Yep. <laughs> That's just oh so sad. All right, yeah. All um, right. I would eat breakfast around my preferred time, which is between 10 and 11 a.m. Uh, I would have a steak. Damn near brunch. Yeah, yeah, damn near. Um, I would have a steak, egg, and cheese croissant from Wisey's in Georgetown, which is in D.C., for anyone that doesn't know that. Okay. Um, I would follow that up with spending time with my son. Uh, fishing, hiking, riding bikes, going to the beach. All things that me and him both enjoy. Okay. Um, 
midday, I would probably have a steak and cheese with fries from Danny's or Eddie Leonard's. Let me think about this. So you woke up. I mean, you're having breakfast between 10 and 11. Let's say you have it at 10. You can probably get a hike out in that amount of time. Okay, so we're around noon. All right, so continue. What about, what are you getting from Danny's? A steak and egg, or I'm sorry, a steak and cheese huh. with fries from Danny's or Eddie Leonard's. It's, it's just, I'm giving you my perfect food scenarios for that day as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Um, after that, I would either, I would probably take a nap. And the reason I throw that in there is because I never take naps and I always want to take naps. I just never do because I feel like I just never have the time or I just never have the, 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 the will to just go in my fucking room and just lay down and go to sleep in the middle of yeah. the Yeah. Okay. Um, so huh. my perfect day could consist of a nap. Um, after that, I'll probably go, I'll probably play some, some PlayStation. Um, I like to play the PlayStation. I don't get to play it every day. But on a perfect day, I'm getting some PS4 time in. I don't have a PS5. I'm a fuck nigga. Sorry. Um, and then after that, <laughs> the perfect ending to that night would probably be taking my fiance out on a nice to a nice dinner date, um, somewhere out in the city, having a nice dinner. And after that, I would come home, and into uh, intimacy would ensue, as you would say. Understood. All those things happening. And don't get me wrong. There's probably some other things I could have thrown in there. But um, mm-hmm. all those things combined in one day is the perfect day. Right. And you can do all those. There are no triple doubles in that. Yeah, no. I can do all those things. You can do all those things. Yep. No, that's, that's yeah, no, that's that's nice. I knew that this, the sentiment of, of family was going to be there. Did you? You know, going out with your son, getting out fishing. I knew fishing was going to be a part of it. I kind of want to ask now that you brought in steak and eggs and then steak and cheese. If you were on death row and they asked you if they could bring you your last meal, is it some steak meal, some steak dish? It would probably be like you're just a carnivore. It would probably be a, a ribeye cooked medium rare with a baked potato with all the fixings and roasted mm-hmm. vegetables. Uh, all the fixings, like a loaded, like sour cream, cheese, sour bacon. Sour cream, cheese, bacon, salt, butter. pepper, butter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's a wild potato. But, but the fact people ever had a loaded like, baked potato? No, I know, but for anyone that eats that on a regular, stop it. Oh, no, I don't eat that on a regular. There's someone I, out there doing it. Stop it. <laughs> I stop probably, it right now. I, I love baked potatoes. I just hate making them because they take so long to make. Um, but I probably have a baked potato maybe like three or four times a year. So okay. I, I am good. <laughs> okay, so so here we go. Here we go. I like I was about to say, where's the sex coming? <laughs> I was like, we're like, what are we talking about here? Uh, all right, so I so I wrote mine here in my wacky journal. Uh, bear with me because now that uh, you know, like you said, ours weren't the same at all. You're gonna have to. I fi- bear I, with I figured me. yours would. I figured yours would be a lot more thorough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and there's definitely some some bouginess in this in some certain places. Yeah, I'm gonna name some things. Is it gonna make you smile at least? So here we go. <laughs> what is your perfect day? I wrote this at noon yesterday, two days ago. Eight hours of sleep have been fulfilled. So that's the first thing. I had to have adequate amount of sleep before eight hours. Because okay. when I wake up with the eight hours, I can do six and seven, but when I get eight, it's a completely different feeling. I wake up just I know that I'm on a hundred, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to take, you know, I'm ready to take the day by the ass. Um I awake at seven AM. <laughs> I write this shit like all right, here we go. I awake at 7 a.m. by the welcoming sunlight peering over and through the trees outside my window. This nigga's Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> That's, <laughs> it's very important to be for me to wake up to the sun, but th- like to the elements by nature. All right. Birds are singing harmoniously and sweetly, sweetly with one another. That's also huge. When I, when I wake up to birds chirping, I'm just in a completely different mood off the rip. I wake up with a smile on my face sometimes when that's the case. The sky is a translucently painted blue and pink cotton candy swirl. We've all seen that sky before. I know. We've seen the blue and the pink. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I light my cashmere blanket wood wick candle and listen as the fire crackles whilst I start my oil diffuser casting hints of rosemary and eucalyptus into the fabric of daybreak. I like you. The sense, the sense matters like you <laughs> wanting to look outside matters. Right, right, right. right. It's just, I'm just trying to put it all together. Right, right. The oil water percolation in faint embers from the candle sing in tandem as beautifully as the birds, I begin my 30-minute mindfulness meditation. I leave my room to find all of my closest friends highly vitalized, laughing, preparing a worthy breakfast of eggs with aged cheddar, turkey bacon, fresh sliced avocado, whole grain blueberry waffles, bowls runneth over of pomegranate sweet sweet mango, Thinly sliced banana, raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, vanilla yogurt with coconut granola, bagels with cream cheese, and smoked salmon with a plethora of hot coffee and tea drinks. Wow. That would be an awesome way to it. I love to just walk out. No, I mean. Just there. We just making fucking dinner. Like, making breakfast together. We're just having a great. Like, that's an awesome way. I like. That's. This is my perfect day. I really thought about this. That's I awesome. see. I see. We all sit, speak, and feast for two hours with not a phone in sight. So with the, the time that I put here, by this time, it's probably about, let's see, I got up 7 o'clock, 30-minute mindfulness, 30 minutes, two hours. It would probably around 9, 30, 10 around this time. All right. Subsequently, we all drive out into the largest, quietest field we can find and practice flow yoga for an hour. In the sunny, 72 degree, with a slight breeze weather. I thought, I thought about adding something about what, what the weather was specifically in mind. Mm-hmm. I know yours would be much hotter than 72. It's oh, at yeah. least like 80. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be at least, least like, yeah, yeah. like a, a, another 10 degrees for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, 
I say farewell to my friends so that I can find my own quiet place in hopes of reading a book chucked full of intriguing perspectives and inspirational nuggets for the next hour. While cardinals, blue jays, and an array of butterflies dance around me in a circle. Now, just a bit past noon or so, it is time for my wondrous reinvigorating nap of 45 minutes. I have a dream of love and gratitude. Dreams matter in my perfect day because I have great dreams. So when a dream comes along, that matters. As I arise for the second time and prepare myself with a steamy hot shower and my second meditation, a breathtakingly stunning woman in all regards arrives in hopes of finding ourselves in extremely explosive, explorative, exclamatory sex for the next hour. She succeeds. We do nothing but listen to music, tell jokes, laugh, and dream about the future as we lay naked for another hour. The following two hours are dedicated to podcasting with Keon. (laughs) You and I continue to find a way to make this interesting for ourselves as well as the listeners. We learn as we laugh and we laugh as we learn. The remainder of the day is spent with my family. We indulge in mountains of food while we discuss art, music, politics, experience, and tell stories yet again without a phone in sight. We most likely finish off the night playing charades before we all crawl into our respective nooks of the house, spent from the day, and drift off into a silky, smooth slumber. (laughs) It's my perfect day. I like it. It's my perfect day. Um, it's a great, it's a great fucking day. That's a great day. That's an awesome day. It's an awesome day. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm just now thinking about this. If I could fit in a gig after the dinner with my fiance, a DJ gig that also yes. adds to the perfect day. Yes. If I could yeah. end the night coming home at two a.m. after entertaining hundreds at, yes. a, at a club or bar. Yes. That, that's that's the end to that perfect day. Getting that, yeah, getting that natural high that comes with feeding off the energy of the people. <sighs> yes. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I feel you. The, the, the sound of music thumping and ass cheeks shaking around and screams <laughs> in the air. Alcohol and sweat in the atmosphere. Just, I snorted like cocaine. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the fact that you know that you aid towards sort of that opportunity that those Las Vegas City nights give to people. Mm-hmm. You know that you're that you are contributing to the fact to the start of uh, maybe a very very cool story for someone, or the climax of a very cool story. Someone could meet, there could be a boyfriend, girlfriend that meet under the lights dancing to a song that you play. And I'm certain <laughs> that that's happened before. I'm certain and that's something just, like that's happened. And that's just very cool knowing that you were a piece of that. Like you had a part in that. That's an, that's an assist for you. <laughs> well, that's how, that's how I feel about when I DJ weddings. Like I just feel like right. it's such, a, such an honor for me to have been chosen to, to yes. be here to do this for you guys on your day. Yeah. I have a question for you. 
you know what you obviously know about my first trip to Vegas and why I was alone, correct? Um was it, you ha- was it you have to. No, it was uh hmm. it was because of a woman. I don't want to say her name. Okay. But let's let's yeah. just let's just uh let's just call her Duncan Donuts. Understood. Yes. You you have to know about this. <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. I remember why you were there by have yourself. I, have yes. I ever have I ever told this story on here? You know if I've ever told this story? No. No, no, you absolutely did not. No. Okay. Well, since we talked about Vegas, I'm gonna tell this story. It just Go popped in it. my mind. Um I used to talk to a girl um several years ago before I met my fiance. And, you know, me and this girl, we were probably talking for about a year. Um, and I, I went out of my way, and this is just because this is the type of person that I am. I booked me and her a trip to Las Vegas. Uh, and if you know, if anyone knows anything about me, I, 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 in my spare time, I just look up deals and places to go and stuff like that. So like I found a really good deal for me and this girl to go to Las Vegas. Um, She ended up dropping out of the trip. I couldn't get my money back. She ended up dropping out of the trip last minute. Couldn't get my money back. She did end up paying me back for what I was owed for her part of this trip. So, but that's at the end of the story. I went to Vegas by myself for the very first time. And I went out there and I knew I was going to be by myself. Uh, I got on the plane and I don't know, I just brought my, my MacBook with me. Uh, this is back when I was like, you know, I was boken. I was doing chopped and screwed versions of right. songs and stuff like that. I'm on the plane and I got my, I got my laptop out and I got my headphones on and I'm over here just, just, you know, making a mix, blah, blah, blah. Right. More more than one person on that plane asked me, you know, if I was headed to Vegas to like to like DJ. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I thought to myself, you know, you know, this this thought goes to my head very fast, very quickly. I'm thinking to myself, I could very easily lie and say that yes, I am going to DJ at some big club in Vegas. I could go out here and just be somebody else. I don't have to be yeah. Keon. I can be I could be Phil Mitchell from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? I could be Bobby Jones from Nevada. You know, I don't know. Whoever you want to be. People do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I get out there, I'm in I, I stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel by myself. And I'm just walking around Vegas. Um, the first couple of days were, were pretty cool because it was my first time in Vegas. I didn't know what to expect. Um, right. so, you know, I'm just going out there, just, just seeing everything, seeing everything I could see. Right. Pretty, yeah. un, probably pretty uneventful for the first two days. You're just kind of feeling it out, seeing what there is to do. Yeah. You know, just kind of walking around, eating at some good spots alone. Um, right. you know, just looking around, trying to, trying to see who's got the, who's got the good the good Pacquiao out there, like, you know, just finding mm-hmm. somebody on the strip that I can get some from. And, right. uh, 
Yeah, man. And I will tell you this. One thing about going somewhere alone is that, and, and I don't know, you've been somewhere alone before, so you could probably speak on this. Mm-hmm. After after so many days, I just felt lonely. I felt mm-hmm. like, I was like, okay, I, I could go home now. I'm done with this. Um, right. It just, I just, and, and maybe it was because I was just, I was at, a, I was in a distant land, thousands right. of miles away, and I was just there yeah. by myself. I was just like, after like that second or third, because I think I was there for like three or four days. That second right. or third day, I was just like, I'm kind of over it. Like, there's well, nobody. You know what? If if you were on any dating platform at the time, it could have gone completely differently. Yeah, because yeah. because what you could have done, like I did was find someone that was also in town in this big city for the weekend. And you guys could have explored things together. Mm-hmm. And that would have just been completely, you know, impromptu. Yeah. It would have been, been, been awesome. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but um, yeah, man, I went out there by myself. Um, It was cool, but towards the end, it kind of sucked. Because I just kind of wish I was... I wish I had someone to 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 uh, share the experience with, you know. Right. Yep. Someone to to just you know say, "Ooh, look at that!" and "Ah, this is cool." You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just I didn't have that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it was. I got back. Uh, this was almost kind of the breaking point of me and her. Uh, you know, our our relationship. I think after yeah. that, we pretty much kind of stopped talking for various reasons. Um, because it was right. it was kind of getting a little iffy towards the end, but we we stopped talking for various reasons. But this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Yeah, for certain. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, because you have uh, this idea of what's gonna be, you're you, you know, you know what I mean you out here spending. Oh, I got the plane ticket. Don't even worry about that. We about to get out of here. We're gonna hit the casino. Yeah. We're gonna hit these shows. We're about Absolutely. to do some circus Olay. We about to eat, get some food, some drinks. We about to be doing it. New. Here's the thing. The reason why she dropped out is because she didn't she didn't feel like she was equipped enough to take this vacation with me. She felt like her money wasn't good. And and I mean, I can respect Damn. that. I can respect yeah. that. But it's like priorities. priorities but you're thinking yes. she maybe should have had those priorities set in place before she agreed to go with you in the first place. That, too. But even on top of that, like, girl, your 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 plane ticket. And your hotel is already taken taken care of. I feel like yeah. any 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 person in the world would have just made do because all the expensive shit is taken care of already. Yeah, you like how bad is your money that you can't what get some food? Every yeah, now like plus not, plus, and you probably would have paid for a few of those. Yeah, that's the thing. I probably yeah. would have paid for a few of those, and it's not like I wasn't going out here to eat at Caesar's Palace every fucking night. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah, no. Like, yeah, no, no. like, we went out here and, like, I, I had fud ruckers and shit like that when I was out there. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I was eating it, like, guapos. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not McDonald's. You probably, probably would have done a little different had you yeah, had no, 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 no. Yeah, if she was with me, I yeah, I would have <laughs> definitely. Not, you're not taking her to guapos. Fuck no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not even that kind of nigga. Like, if, we, if, if she was with me, we would have had. At least one or two, we would have eaten at one or two nice places. I was about to say you can just hit Liberia in twenty eight for guapos, like right on, right on the corner. Nah, there. if if she if she had come, we would have we would have um we would have eaten at more at nicer places. 
Yeah. But that's the thing, like your your hotel and your plane ticket is already taken care of. Like, and even some of the food you would have eaten would have already been taken care of by me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you telling me you don't got like four hundred dollars to just bring with you? You know what I'm saying? Just uh, and, and and don't get me wrong, tough, like tough, some tough people, times. I guess you was, you was about to have her go out there and end up in the sewers, nigga. She. <laughs> <laughs> Like she, you want me to be she, one of these on, one of these mold on. people? I don't got that she type would, of money. I'm <laughs> what she was gonna be a mold person for three days. Her plane ticket to go back home was paid for. <laughs> she didn't have to if she if she became a mold person for the rest of her life. That was on. What if she her. Did, what if she didn't have the money to continue life and, and sustain the life that she built for herself back here? She was like, listen, I don't got no money left. I spend it all here. If I go back, I, I'm, I'm just gonna get kicked out of the place that I live in. And I'm not gonna be able to do nothing. I'm not gonna be able to pay no car note, no none of this. I, I'm, I'm gonna just get I, in this sewer look, and try to find a way to make some money until I get back over there. Then I can continue. I tell you, continue I tell life. you, I tell you this much: if all, <laughs> if if those thoughts were running through her mind, she was already fucked up before she went to Vegas. Okay, that had nothing to do. With yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she didn't, need, and she definitely didn't need to go. If that was the case, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, if you would, but if you would have been, if you would have been up on that knowledge, and you would have had like a Tinder or a Hinge or a Bumble or something like that, you could have been out there and found someone because, yeah, I'd because lit. I told because in in the fact that it's Vegas, there would have just been endless op. Like there would have been someone you could have linked up with. Oh, yeah. Like that's not even yeah, that was not even an issue. Mm-hmm. And I've told you before, I don't ever think it's gotten caught on podcast recording, but. All the difference, because, you know, I, I be doing my research. So when I was on these platforms heavy, I realized all the different reasonings that people were on them. And now that we bring them in here, or now that we're talking about it, I can bring some of them in here because it, it really is interesting. But one of them, a huge one is trying to meet someone for a couple of days to just go out and explore a city that they've never been in. They're going to be there, you know, for a couple of days and they're trying to see the sights and have some food and, you know, and just the culture as much as they can and take everything around them. And it'd be cool if there was someone there that knew the place or it might even be cooler if it was someone that's also just in town and we're just going to do this together. And you've never seen anything either. That's a huge adventure. So that's something that's been brought on by by these sort of dating sites, which is really awesome. Then you have people that are on there trying to find their wife or husband, like right then and there. And they're like, that's what they'll say in their profile. I'm looking for something serious right now, which I always felt like was weird because how do yeah. you know? Like, you're like, yeah. I, like, so, so whomever hits me up, whoever I match with and, and I, and we have correspondence now, you need to be taking me seriously. <laughs> Like, like if we go out to dinner, I'm not wasting my time. You need, we need to be thinking about whether we can have date number two, whether this is going to be something serious down the road. We need to be looking for those qualities in each other off the rip. I'm like, okay, okay. So that's it's it's giving me a little disparity. I don't know. I I don't like. It's a little. It's a little much. It's a little much. So unless you're unless you happen to find someone that's like, yeah, I want to get married next week. I've seen people. We can get married in Vegas right now. I talk, I talked to a chick. She went out <laughs> on a date with a guy. And by the way, she was pregnant when she went on a date with him. 
right? So she's not with the guy. The, the father's not in the picture. She mm-hmm. goes out on a date with this dude that she met on Tinder or something like that. And I want to say at this time, she's like six, like six, seven months pregnant. And she's like pretty far along. She's out on a date with this guy. And he was so in love with this woman. By the end of this meal, he was talking to her like, listen, I know this may sound crazy, but I just feel like the stars are aligning, the prophecies being fulfilled, whatever it is you want to call it. The frequencies are matching. I just know. I know that you it. It makes sense. I feel that connection. It's strong. It's in, It's undeniable. You have to call the father of this child and let him know that it's going to be me in the delivery room. When this, baby, when this baby is born, and I'm going to raise this child. This is date one we're talking about. Date one. Hour two, hour three of, of knowing someone. Niggas is wild. He was with it. And he was blowing her up like long afterwards and stuff like that. And I kept making jokes talking about he's probably outside your window right now, blah, blah. But, you know, yeah, that, that, was, that was actually pretty wild. Anywho. So, so if you find someone that's also on the fast track to trying to have some babies and start that whole life that you think you're going to manifest just because someone else wants it to, whatever, then yeah, I guess that's, you know, it, it'll make sense. So you have the people that are trying to meet someone on the fly and go explore things. You have some, you know, people that are trying to find their next significant other right then and there. You have people that are clearly, you know, this is probably number one, just trying to find someone to, you know, well, no, this isn't number one, but people that are trying to fuck. And when I say fuck, I don't mean the next category, which was people that are just open to what may happen. Uh-huh. You meet someone, you guys have some cool conversation. Maybe you go on a date. Maybe you have sex. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have a second date. Whatever the case may be, you're just open to the plethora of opportunity or possible avenues that this conversation and, and melding together of two souls could possibly bring. Right? Uh-huh. I'm talking about people that are trying to fuck right now. Like, where? Like, what's up? Like, you look good in this photo. Where are you right now? <laughs> I want to know where you are. I'll tell you where I am. I'll let you know the ETA. I'll be there this time. Like, do you need me to bring some wine on the way? Damn. Like, I, bro. Like, right like that yeah it's a different it's a jungle it's a different game out there that's why Woo. you have to try to be discerning with what it is you're looking for and being able to have a keen eye for what other people are on there for and what it looks like and what it feels like there's people on there trying to get promote their businesses that's like the weirdest one you know trying to i don't know trying to sell stuff to you on isn't there. i feel like that's what only fans is for I mean, I well, I mean, yeah, that too. But I, you know, I don't know. Just trying to network, just let you know what what the fuck it is they're selling or what it is they do. They could be a DJ. They could sell plants. They could do whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There are people that are looking for pen pals. Pen pals is a strong one. I don't ever want to see your face, ever. Don't you ever think about calling me? Don't you ever think about meeting up with me and having a, a date? Don't you ever think about calling me and hearing my voice? I am on this app so that I can text message you and you can text me back. And when that happens, when my phone lights up, 
I get that endorphin flow. I feel good because I know that I still matter. Someone's reaching out to me. So I'm just going to have a string of people that I just like to, to talk to and that will console that insecure, hurt side of me. <laughs> then you have people that just collect matches. Pure, that's it. I don't want to talk to you at all in any form. I just want to match with you just so I can look at my list of 50 matches and see that people like people would talk to me. That is psychopath behavior. <laughs> that is psychopath behavior. It's just it's just it's it's just kind of sad. It's just a little sad because clearly you understand that the self-esteem isn't quite as firm as you'd like it yeah. to be. Like he's just that like you looking just, at your phone and just like all these people, they love me. And they love me. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. There's also a huge one of, and this is actually quite ingenious, is Instagram posts. Like, they'll, like, what? I've seen people take the best five, six photos they've ever taken in their entire life of themselves. Put it on Tinder or something like that. And I asked a girl one time, by the way, all these things are not just my thinking. I've asked multiple people what are you doing on here? And this is, and they've, I've gotten these answers numerous times. Asked the girl one time because all her profile said was her at was just her little handle for Instagram. I said, how many Instagram followers have you garnished strictly off of this app? She was like, definitely 700, 700 plus. And I was like, wow. I'm like, go you, yeah. go you. I, I support you. I'm not going to follow you. And, you know, this conversation is done now, but hey, I, I like I support what you're doing. Good job. You know, continue <laughs> on. bye. But yeah, just for research purposes, I've asked all these different questions to try to figure out exactly what people's angle it, angle is on here. It's just very it's very interesting. But again, you know, you, you definitely could have done that. And I'm sure it would have been an awesome adventure as it was for me down in where was I? Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, down in Charlotte. Yeah, that was the Queen cool. City. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was super awesome. But anywho, yeah, all right, I'm done with my ranting about <laughs> dating sites. Yeah, that um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't I didn't really hear about like Tinder or anything like that until after yeah. I was already in the relationship that I'm in. So I did. I've never actually been on Tinder, so I don't. Really oh yeah, wait, well, yeah, and then and then there the scammers. The, the scammers oh. that are just trying to steal your identity or get your money or try to get you to sign up for again like an OnlyFans or some private Snapchat profile that puts you know sexy stuff on its store. It's, yeah, no. Somebody trying to lure you into a uh, into a little into a scam, trying to get your trying to get your money, trying to on some Prime America shit. <laughs> I I fucking knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to take it there. It always comes back to primary. It always does. And that's not to say that they're not good people working for them. We know some. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, look, look. Reginald's look, look. mother. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. You do it. I'm you sorry. do it for the right reasons. It's just about people doing things for the right reasons. That's what it comes down to. Listen to this. So as we've alluded to, um, me and Earl both are not working as much as we want to or like to or need to. Um, my last day at my job before it shut down, I had this guy come up to the door 
and you know looking for looking to purchase you know shoes and whatnot and here i am on the inside taping up boxes putting shit in boxes clearly we are closed very clearly he comes up and he's like oh man are you guys closed and i'm like yeah he was like man and like i can't like i can't buy anything at all and i'm like no no you can't <laughs> he was like man like i really i i called last week you know, you got some shoes in here on hold for me. I really want, I wanted to come get those today. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I, you can't, I, I, I can't do anything for you. I'm sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and so he's like, oh, wow. So, so you're not going to have a job after this, huh? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm going to find one though. And he was like, you know, you could take my number down. And, you know, I, I work for a company, um, you know, I feel I really feel like, you know, you know, you've got the type of attitude where, you know, you're just a very caring person <laughs> and, and, you know, you just have this, you're, you're so caring and you have this, this great salesmanship. I feel like you do really well for this company that I'm working for. You know, do you, you want to give me a call in a couple of days when, 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 when everything shut down, like I can give you my number, my email address. Like you just give me a call in a couple of days. He was already already giving me the 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 vibes for you know mm-hmm. for come work for me while I work for someone else that works for someone else that works for someone else. <laughs> That's the vibes he was giving me, and right, I just yeah. I just had to tell him I was like, nah, I'm okay, man, I'm good. He was like, you sure? Like you? I feel like you just have all the qu- no. I am okay. <laughs> I am okay. How how funny is that that we've just been scared and conditioned to a point. Where we'd much rather just take unemployment than even see what this man is talking about. <laughs> no, fine, I'm sir. I'm I have a nice sewer spot I I have lined up for myself. Don't you even worry about that. You hold on to that job. Give that to someone else. It's fine. Thank you though for all the kind words. I understand. Thank you. Leave me alone. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't oh, know. My God. But but and and again, and it's. It, <laughs> I'll, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It just comes down to the intention. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the intention. What are you doing things for? I've read a very, I mean, a couple very interesting articles this week. And that sort of seems to be a common theme in things that I'm running into, at least I'm, I'm, I'm at least personalizing it. That's what I'm getting out of it. I'm probably projecting. But have you heard about the Supreme Court in this this recent hearing that they've had? It was like November 4th, I believe, about it was in Philadelphia. It's about the Catholic social services and LGBTQ rights. I don't think I heard anything about this. So pretty much what's happening is Catholic social services, because of their religion and the way that they choose to practice it, do not do not give kids right like to foster they do not give kids to same sex couples mm. that are looking to foster children in this service because they do not agree with it their right. values do not align with that right and so people are calling to i mean pretty much get this turned over because they're like this you have to do something about this your 
you're pretty much disqualifying a lot of people from getting children from this agency that has very, a contract. Hmm? I was going to say, they could very well be great parents. Yeah, a thousand percent. Now, this is where it, get, this is where it gets iffy. So it's not as though the Catholic social services don't necessarily, it's not as though they just turn them away. They give them a slew of other places they can go and look at look for children. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're just like, get the fuck out of here. We don't like you. Like, figure it out. You thought. Or, you know what? Like, here, we don't do that. But let me, let me give you a list of places that do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would say that's not really doing much. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's still pretty... You know, primitive. Some might say, and it's still di- discrimination. Big, 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 bigoted discrimination, discriminatory. And I have a question about discrim- discrimination too, which is interesting. But before we get to that, the Trump administration and a lot of people, not necessarily just follow <clears throat> that, but a lot of people thinking about religious rights, that is unconstitutional to say that. These people can't practice their religion the way that we have allowed them to practice their religion. Mm-hmm. That it, it goes against the rights. So it's a really weird thing between, okay, like these people want their rights, these people want their rights. And you're kind of hoping, which is, I just know it's such a hard job being a fucking, just being on the Supreme Court or running anything really, mm-hmm. where you just have these, these two entities and it seems like a zero sum game. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's just no way that we can truly compromise. If I if one person compromises, they have they have let go. They have became obsequious. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just thought that that was very interesting because I immediately linked that to my restaurant. And I've thought about us talking about dogs coming into the restaurant. And if you have a dog come into the restaurant and you already have someone that has come and seated 10 minutes before them, they're already maybe into their meal or something like that 20 minutes before they're into their meal. You come seat somebody that has a dog. This person now raises their hand and say, I'm allergic to dogs. I don't like dogs in a restaurant near me. Like what is going on here? Oh, sorry, sir. You know, we allow dogs here. And then, oh, you know, aside from that, this is a this is a service dog. You have to allow a service dog. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm eating food. I was here first. I'm allergic to dogs. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You can't really go over to the other person and be like, we need you to get up and leave now. And you can't tell the person that was eating, but we need you to get up and go because the dog's more important than you because they're a service dog that's helping this person in whatever way, which we probably wouldn't know anyway unless the person decided to tell us. So at that point, you're just hoping as someone that's running this that someone's going to give, that someone's just going to look on the other side and say, you know what? I I, I get that. I get it. You know what? I'm going to just take my business over here. It makes sense. I get it. I'm going to get up and go. I got the dog. I'll just go eat somewhere else. Or if the other person, you know what? I understand that. Don't worry about it. It's not on you guys. It's not your fault. It's just the way that the system is made. Like, I get it. I'm looking at it the same way. You're talking about someone's religious rights and what they've been practicing, and you don't want to necessarily tell someone 
If they can't do that, but then at the same time, you have these people, these same-sex couples that are trying to get, that are trying to foster children. Yeah. And you tell them they can't do it. They just got to go down the road and find someone else. So it's it's just a very interesting game, and I don't I don't really have the answers for that. But uh, yeah, I think it's... that I, I but but from what the media says, which who the fuck knows? But I believe that the Supreme Court's probably going to be leaning on the side of protecting religious rights. Uh-huh. And just saying, just saying, you listen, you just got to go somewhere else. Like the other places, you can find children. Just, but we can't we can't stop this because if we shut them down. That's also going to put a lot of things at risk, a lot of children at risk because yeah. they they pump out a lot of kids. They get a yeah. lot of kids into into homes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just yeah, that was just wild. But intentions. Intentions of, mean everything. A lot of gray area. But not everything. A lot of gray area with discrimination. Because it's like, yeah, what do you do at that point? You know? When it comes to discrimination, the interesting question I have is just to what degree are we allowed to discriminate? Right. Because we just because we discriminate every day. Yeah. That's that's that is discerning. That is picking your friends, your your loved one. There are discriminations there. Mm -hmm. There are there are certain things that you discern that you would like to have around you that other people don't possess, whatever the case may be. But that you are discriminating. Yeah. That's how you make your decisions, what you want to eat. Who you want to talk to, who you want to be around, like the things that you want to do, it's all it's all based upon discrimination. So the question is just to what degree you're allowed to discriminate before it gets inflammatory, right? Which, which is clearly you know just a, I mean that conversation goes for days, in 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 a lot of different ways. It's an interesting one. There's another story I read about. So we've had this in America, especially a lot in 2020. The idea, the ambiguous meaning that comes with a lot of memorials or, stat, you know, statues, right? Monuments and whether they should be torn down yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're looking at them through a certain lens or whether they should stay up because we're looking at them through a different lens. Yeah. And over in Germany, there are still many, many places that have. I don't know how to say like a lot of these words that I you know read about, but it's it's a term that pretty much is saying the Jews pig, oh. and and it is a depiction of usually it's like you know carved into stuff. It's a depiction of a rabbi picking up like like pretty much a, a pig's tail and looking into its asshole, and then you have piglets and little Jews underneath it, like suckling at the teat of this thing. <laughs> and it's clearly, I mean, I think it came from like the 1300s and has been a thing. And then it was only exacerbated by Martin Luther and, you know, the reformation of you know Christianity and all this sort of stuff, but it's derogatory. Right. But they're still there and they're there on churches and things. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is they spoke about in this article that in English, we have two words. We have memorials, we have like monuments, and they're used so interchangeably that you don't really, there is an ambiguity as to the way that we should be looking at them. In Germany, there are several words for these things. You have, you know, memorials or monuments that are made to admonish or, you know, 
tell people or advise people against reenacting this event. Okay. We, this is here so that we know never to do this again. Then you have things that honor people or honor a battle in time. Things like so, it's it, there are different words for different sort of monuments, and so the question is, why do we still have these pictures, these rabbis looking in assholes like this is, this is, this is inflammatory? Yeah. So the churches keep them, and I believe that they're kept on the basis of we are acknowledging our faults in the past. We are holding this here so that people can see. And again, when you have, you know, this different language and these different words for these different memorials, you grow up thinking about things a little differently. Yeah. So for us, if we, you know, we have the, we have Abraham Lincoln up, we got Martin Luther King up these statues. And even though these were men that did a lot for the movement, there's a lot of darkness that surrounds that period, yeah. which is why they are who they are. So it's interesting that the church decided to take this view on things. It decided to take this angle on it. Listen, we're showing you we did wrong, but we're keeping it here in this day and age with context now, because I believe that they write something else below it or above it to let people know exactly what it is and yeah. where we've come from there. So now there's context to go along with it that lets people know here, this is not all right, but we keep it here to acknowledge our past follies yeah. or past transgressions. I just thought that that was very interesting because if there was a statue or some engraving of some niggas getting whipped, and maybe there is, and I don't know about it, but if it was out there, I feel like that shit's not going to rock over here in America, <laughs> not after 2020. No. But people are not going to yeah. allow that to be the case. Right. And especially not on the basis of we keep it here so that we can remember what we did so that we don't do it again. Who wants to remember that? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, but that's sort of history in itself, right? Like people yeah. want to remember the past so that, they say you don't repeat it or whatever it is. You can't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. All these sorts of sayings come yeah. along, come to mind. I don't know. I, I just find it all interesting because, again, th all this conversation is, is about intention, why people are doing certain things and trying to understand both sides and seeing where they're coming at. I I think that it's it's interesting on both sides. People are fighting for it. People are fighting against it. And that's whether it's for that or it's for the LGBTQ rights in Philadelphia, whatever the case may be, it's just all, it's all very, very interesting. I don't necessarily think that you have to just pick up a flag as soon as you hear these things and parade around with it, but it's interesting at, at, yeah. at ground level, just having these sort of mental exercises and thinking about where people are coming from. It's crazy. Yeah, that's Intention. Intention. Super wild. That's super wild. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. All right. Did you know that in Hawaii, there are plenty of people that don't speak Hawaiian? Well, yeah. Yeah. You, oh, you knew that. See, so, I mean, I just, 
I don't know why. I just would assume that you in Hawaii, a lot of people that grew up in Hawaii spoke Hawaiian. Like when you go to a lot of places where that, where there is an indigenous language, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people would know it. But I didn't take into account that Hawaii was colonized a long time ago and made people stop speaking the language and made people stop doing things like hula dancing and were like given citations and stuff like that and tried to erase people's identity like we've seen over and over again. Of in course. <laughs> I, I totally and believe that. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I just read that. I was actually just kind of upset. I'm like, yo, you just stopping hula dancing is wild to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just wild. Like, you just got a bunch of people that just want to live simpler lives and sort of enact trees and the wind and dance and stuff like that. And you're just wanting to take that away. Anybody comes That's here, you better, you better not put a goddamn flower around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. But yeah, but there's some, there's university and we're just educational systems out there now trying to get it back up and going because there's some people that retain the language and they got it written down and stuff like that. Cause it used to be a language that was just passed on generation to generation orally, but now they figured out a way to get it, you know, and transcribed and all of that. Yeah. So they, they have like a decent amount of people down there now learning how to speak Hawaiian and keep it going because that is a huge loss of culture Yeah. because language that's, that's what it is. Language is, there's so much culture based inside the language, and when you lose that, you lose a lot of a lot of old things. And you know, I guess that could be that could go both same ways. same thing that happened to our ancestors. You know? <laughs> yeah, you just you just lose a lot of what was, mm-hmm. where you came from, and what the importance of those things was to your ancestors. Yeah, it's yep. very it's very interesting. But yeah, that's all. That's that's yeah, that's all I got on that. These are just. Just some little fun tidbits I've been reading about this week. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I'm I'm out of information for today. You, yeah, you look <laughs> you look like you you like you are spent from my words. No, no, I'm not, I'm not spent from your words. But I'm, I'm I don't have any more topics. <laughs> give the people your last words, sir. Let's go ahead and end this out with a bang. Let's give them something nice. Um, well, I'm gonna go back to the whole maturation thing, man. Like, mm. um, getting older, you know, it means a lot more to me now than it meant to me, uh, 10 years ago. I feel differently about it. Um, I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm coming into my own. I'm learning more about myself and about the world. And I encourage, excuse me, I encourage, um, you know, anybody that's listening to this to do the same thing. It's a lot of world out there. It's a lot of information out there um all you got to do is just take the reins take the reins of your own life take the reins of your own mind and Mm. hop out there and learn something young pacific told you yes he did my last words i'm going to go back to our question of the day our meaningful question of the day what is your perfect day i would most certainly tell people I would definitely encourage people to try that out. It's it's great. I was in here and I had my candle burning and my oil diffuser going and I'm chilling. I'm I'm well fed. I got my my car, like my oil inspection done, some bills paid. You know how it is when you pay bills and you just get like some stuff like that done. You just feel different. Got my hair cut. 
you are you get your hair cut now on top of getting your oil changed and getting bills paid i'm actually getting my oil changed tomorrow it's a wrap <laughs> it's a wrap so i'm sitting there and i got my little wacky journal open and i'm writing got a little a cup of water and i'm thinking i'm here safe and secure and warm in my own house belly full of food feel great not a sewer in sight yo that's <laughs> my last time that's my last time that's my last time that's my last time <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> jesus christ it's so crazy and Right now, one of the biggest things in my life that I like put energy and time into is this podcast. And I want this to be something that I do more and more as time goes on. And I'm thinking about the fact that right now what my job is, is to sit here in my house with my journal open and try to conjure up the happiest day for myself. Mm-hmm. That is my job right now. Right now, someone's like, hey, what you working on? I'm, I'm just trying to just work on uh, what my perfect day is. Just chilling in the house, thinking about my perfect day. Just writing everything down hour from hour to hour. That's fucking dope. <laughs> That's really cool to aspire to, to get yourself into a situation and be able to configure things in your life to a point where what is important to you and what you do on a daily basis, your your new routine in life is geared towards your happiness. And having exercises like this that are implemented inside your craft, like figuring out what makes you and your friends and family the happiest and doing those things with them and just pondering on it and writing them down and getting more into detail about it. Because you have to live it through your mind as you as you write these things down. Yeah. So then you just you just organically being lifted off the fucking planet. You're just happy thinking about this day. And this is what it is. This this is what this podcast is to me. This is what this is the work that I do for this podcast, figuring out what my perfect day is. And that's just really cool for that to be your work in life. That is a that is a dope ass work. It's a dope <laughs> job. Yeah. A dope vocation. Now I yeah, I couldn't so I implore people to go and try try that one. Try all these. We'll see what comes in the future, but definitely think about what your perfect day is. Talk about it with friends, family, write it down. It'll immediately make you happier. I promise you that. And if you have the means to do so, go out and live that day. Exactly. All right. That's it. We're we're definitely ending on that. (laughs) We out of here. Peace to the people. Peace.